Hey, it's Ian Furness for my good friend, Dr. Jay Rudd at Aurora LASIK and AuroraLASIK.com. No more readers. How about that? For about 15 years, I've used reading glasses, but no more. I had refractive lens exchange. I can tell you for a fact it's a life-changing and also something I wish I would have done years ago. You need to check it out as well. Go to AuroraLASIK.com. That's AuroraLASIK.com. Dr. Jay Rudd. He is absolutely sensational. Get your consultation scheduled. That's AuroraLASIK.com for your refractive lens exchange. Now, from the Star Rental Sports Desk, your 93.3 KJRFM Sports Headlines. And headlines are brought to you by Buddy's Goodies and Glass. Cracking home opener tonight, Avalanche, 7 o'clock, Climate Pledge Arena, pregame 630, right here in your home for the Kraken 93.3 KJRFM. One more chance to wear a Kraken, uh, to win a Kraken jersey and. The grand prize, four-pack of tickets to tonight's game. Just listen for the sound. It'll be the 10th caller to win, 206-286-9595 or 800-829-0950. Andrews will play that sounder at some point between now and 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock, Softy and Fane will announce the grand prize winner of the four tickets to tonight's home opener. Monday Night Football yesterday, Cowboys beat the Chargers 2017 in that game. Major League Baseball playoffs. Yes, there are still playoffs going in baseball. Teams are still playing games. Really? Yes. They didn't just win 54% and call it a day? They did not. <laughs> they did. <laughs> that was Anderson Hurst. Not even. Uh, Arizona-Philadelphia game two of the NLCS tonight. Philadelphia leads that series one game to none. The American League Championship Series, it's an off day as they travel the long travel from Houston back to Arlington, Texas. Game three of that series is tomorrow. And, of course, that's led by the Rangers up two games to none, heading home against the Houston Astros. Never thought I'd say it. Go Rangers. Go Rangers yeah. all day long. The lesser of two evil series. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Factor fiction, by the way, coming up at 235 today. Jessamine will have a pick for you. We're already a 1-0 show this week. Thank you, Dak Prescott. Yeah. And Dan Thank Quinn. Thank you, Jane, Justin Herbert. <laughs> and Justin Herbert and the damn Chargers. Yes, we're already 1-0. Factor fiction, your chance to win $1,000. Weekly prize coming up at 235. 49451. Tell them where you text line. If you got thoughts, questions, and concerns, we got a lot of concerns in the Palouse. Let's get to it. It's time to talk Cougar football on Sports Radio 93.3 KJR FM. Our Wazoo Roundtable is brought to you by No Lie Brew House. Family owned, No Lie Brewed with History, Hobbs, and Heart. And by Guild Mortgage. If you're looking to purchase or refinance your home, reach out to Team Bruce at Guild Mortgage. By the Buffalo Gym, 10,000 square feet of in fitness in the heart of Maple Valley. By American Football Brand, celebrating all things that make football great. Now with Coog legends Alex Brink and M. Christo Bruce, here's our own Coog, who isn't a legend, Ian Furness. All right, here we go. It is our uh, weekly visit with our legends. Thanks to No Lie Brewing out in Spokane, MK, Alex, and Christo Bruce, Alex Brink. Boys, it is uh, not a fun time right now. It's it's We've hit that little that, that stage that happens all too often in a season where you just start, yep. you go from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows, and, and that's where we are right now. I'm going to start with this before we get into some of the details. Let's just get a reaction because, you know, the emotion, the reaction, we're we're a few a couple days after what happened because we're going to look ahead a little sure. bit more. But let's just get an instant reaction, whether it's frustration, disappointment, all the emotions, MK, that I'll start with you that you went through on Saturday watching that. 
Man, you know, I think it's so tough, too, because you're so emotionally invested, you know, in the outcome of it. And, you know, I don't know if Alex can explain it. When I first saw Arizona, I was like, you know what, this is a team that maybe has just a little bit of turmoil with the QB situation and, you know, hasn't really been really good in the past few years. I thought that we were just going to handle them. So we get in there, we score right away. And I'm thinking, oh, wow, here we go. We're going to strike up the band. And it got ugly and it got ugly quick and it stayed ugly. So, you know, I, I think more frustration and confusion on, you know, that didn't look like the Washington State that we saw the first few weeks. There's, there's, a, there's a word I'm going to come back to you just used. But, Alex, uh, for you, it's harder. You're trying to call <laughs> a game, so your emotions are somewhat having to be kept in check. But now that you've had a little bit of time to look back on it, what, but what, was, what was your thoughts on that game? Yeah, I mean, I was, I was like, you know, I'm Christo and probably everybody else. I was, I was surprised, right? Not necessarily surprised. It wouldn't have surprised me if Arizona, you know, beat the the Cougs in a, a tight game. Like I thought, you know, offensively they were good enough. I, I really like Noah Fafita. Um, you know, I did think Washington State was a better team, and so, you know, it, it, you know, as it started to snowball, you start really saying to MK's point, kind of, wait a minute, like where's the four and O team that we saw? Yeah. You know, and that's probably what's the hardest about all of this is, you know, it looked like two completely different ball clubs, not just from a production standpoint, but penalties and, you know, all those sort of things. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's been so different. And so I think that to me is where the surprise comes in now, like teams have clunkers, right? Like I know we got all excited after going four and oh, like thinking, you know, we could go 13 and oh, but that was probably, that was definitely not going to, so, you know, yeah. I think the reality of maybe kind of what this team is and where this team can go has set in a little bit. I don't think it's a bad football team. I think it's a team that's played played poorly last week. I think it's UCLA played poorly in facets, but not overall. And you can't do that on the road for sure. So, you know, that's kind of my general take. And we I, talked about yeah. this too, Ian, too. It's like at the end of the day, I, I had to tell myself, Arizona looked good. They look like a a very good football team and, and it's like i was like picking apart what washington state was but i was like holy cow like fafita played out of his mind some of the third down conversions he had was like he should have been dead to rights in the backfield right he was going you know second and third chances and he didn't have any turnovers i mean he had just an awesome awesome game and then you know they gashes for 170 on the ground too like they they played very well yeah and, and listen um i was talking to mk before we started this off the air uh, you know, when I, we were in Cincinnati, I was covering this game, the Hawks game on in on Sunday in Cincinnati, and you know, we're just talking about it afterwards. A bunch of us, um, some of the beat writers, we went out and we're talking. And like, you know, it, here's the thing: the other guys sometimes make plays too. That's just football, yeah. right? Sometimes the other guys make plays. Like, you know, like everyone's looking. Well, Gino did this or didn't do this. The pressure came, and all, uh, look, Reader, you know, Reader and Hendricks, like they had some dudes up front that that are good. Yeah. Sometimes the other team makes plays. I'm with that. I'm 100% in that. And then Fafita, we talked about it last week. Alex, you mentioned it. Like, probably rather see Delora. Like, we'd rather see him. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Know? And not just, be, you know, for all the all the joking about it, but we'd rather see, you know, because Fafita looked great the week before against USC. He was a little bit of a concern going in, proved to be that as well. But, MK, you used a word there a minute ago, and I think this is where a lot of Cougar fans are thinking, too. Confused. Confusion. Confused by what you saw. And Alex said, and I, I'm agree. If, if it would have been a close game and they lose, okay, that's fine. Arizona's on the rise. Give them credit. Here they come. Good players, good quarterback. You get, but they got boat raced. I'm confused by that, MK. That confuses me. How this team that beat two ranked teams and hell, one of those wins looks better by the week in, in, in Oregon State. Where the hell? I'm confused, MK. Where's that team? Well, I think another thing too is you start looking at at not necessarily play calling, but game plan. 
I, I honestly feel like we got out coached as well. I mean, you thought uh, offensively and defensively, they, I feel like they just, they knew what our script was <laughs> on that side. And then as far as the defense went, I mean, we literally, they were there, there was a crossing route where they came across uh, and they had that long, big play. This was the most big plays I've ever seen from Washington State this year. I mean, there was just huge gashes down the sideline. So I just, it, it actually confused me on how that happened if it wasn't a game plan situation. Alex, I mean, you, you know the X's and O's and game plans as well as anybody. Did you think, hey, there was some schematic things that just didn't happen for, for Wazoo? I mean, I think there's no doubt that, you know, Washington State got caught in some bad spots. Uh, you know, defensively, for sure, like MK's talking about, they're playing pure straight across the board man coverage, and uh, and a running back is running a drag route against a linebacker and in a pick play. Like, that's you just got – like, I thought defensively this was the worst tackling game Washington State had had all year. I mean, they missed oh, – for yeah. a team that tackle, tackles great, in the open field and great, yeah. uh, you know, in tackles for loss, they missed a ton of tackles at the line of scrimmage and out in the open field. And that to me really hurt them defensively offensively. You know, there were, yeah, I mean, obviously they're, they're not productive. So obviously something's going on, but I can just keep going back, seeing plays and opportunities that aren't being made. And so, you know, I think about say John Matier's interception, right? Like, he shouldn't have thrown that ball for sure, but he's got Josh Kelly or one of the outside receivers wide open in the flat, and it's just a bad decision. That's not coaching, yeah. other than maybe putting him in that situation. Yeah. But you got, you know, you're trusting your guy to go out and do it. Um, you set the play up. You ran a play before that set that play up. So I think, you know, all of that's right. And then you got to trust the guys on the field to make plays. So uh, I think it's a, it's obviously both coaching and pl- and playing. But like in the end, the, you know, the players are the ones that are on the field executing. You got to execute. All right, let me let me let me go down the 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 the, um, the media conspiracy road just for a second. <laughs> Here it comes. MK will like this. This will make Alex uncomfortable, but that's that's what we're going to do today. There's just so much. First of all, that just didn't look like the same team. I mean, everything you guys just described as former players and and coach, what have you, does it makes a ton of sense. What doesn't make sense is a lack of zip, the lack of passion, yeah. the lack of want to, and you know, there's. They had a bye week. There's all kinds of rumors that are under the radar out there. Was Dickard interviewing for a job? Blah, blah, blah. Alex, I'll start with you. You're in the locker room afterwards. What did you feel in there? Because it felt to me, just watching this, and I think a lot of fans will say the same thing, it just felt like there was something off. Like, players know what's going on. They know what's happening. You guys know behind the scenes what's going on, if there's issues, if coaches are thinking about leaving or what have you. Dickert's name is was out there. Now, there's a lot of people say, God, after that game, after the last two games, but after that game, his name ain't going to be out there. But there were rumors he's interviewing for jobs in the Denver airport on a so-called recruiting trip and things like that. What did you feel in the locker room, Alex? I mean, there you can eat, you know, maybe you can make Cougar fans feel better. Or maybe just there's nothing there that you saw. Yeah, I just don't buy that. I mean, like whether like I think what it is as I look at it, and this and MK can attest to this because like we've all played on teams like this, and in general, is that you know sometimes the athletes are as surprised as the performance as as fans are. Do you, you know what I mean? Like sometimes as a quarterback, the ball leaves your hand. And you're like, gosh, I thought that was a good throw. And then Dakario Davis steps in front of it, and you don't know how it happened, right? Yeah. And that's where, yeah. like, a guy like Cam Ward's sitting there going, I, I don't know. And so, you know, in a defense that's been on the field, you know, for 150 plays or 170 <laughs> plays sakes. over the last two games, like, yeah. look, these kids are 21 years old. At some point, they're like, man, like, I can't be back. To, I can't get the ball on my own on our own 30 and expect to stop them anymore. It's just not. It just isn't what it is, you know? And, yeah. like, I, I separate UCLA and Arizona. Because UCLA, 
You go back and watch that tape. Washington State is in that game very consistently and, and yeah. wins it for sure if they don't turn the ball over. Like, that's facts. And the guys that turn it over are guys that normally wouldn't be on the field and are, and are pressed into issues because they're pressed into service because of injury. So, like, I can see that. And then Arizona, again, what I think that was, and, and again, you're talking about college athletes, no matter if they're getting paid or not, or if, you know, they think they're going pro or not, or they're six-year seniors or not. But, like, if all of a sudden, like, <clears throat> you, you know – you're making a bunch of mistakes that you're not sure how they happen. Your backup quarterback throws an interception. You know, you uh, go for it on fourth down. You just flat are in the wrong scheme. You, you're flat in the wrong scheme, yeah. and they and they house one like, and you're down twenty points. Like, you just start to lose confidence. And yeah. football's a momentum game, and so 100%. I don't think I don't think the kids care whether or not you know Jake Dickert's interviewing for jobs or not. If he is, because in the end, they still want to go out and win football. They still want to win a it game. It matters. Yeah. It, it matters to them. You know what I mean? And so I don't think that matters. I think what happened is this team got punched in the mouth and got shocked and didn't know how to respond in the middle of the game. And now they've got to recoup and figure out how to do it the rest of the season. And that happens. I mean, that's the reality. That happens in college football. Well, they were undefeated and they got punched in the mouth twice, right? So they're in yes. this uncharted yes. territory right now. But, yes, you know, exactly. I, th I think another thing, too, and, and here's the thing. You play devil's advocate, right? So, you know, and everybody's probably thinking this, too. So Jake Dickert. What happens to Washington State next year when right. there's no more Pac-12, right? So is this stock the highest now, or does he go try and find a job now? So uh, would you, how would you feel if, at him trying to go get a better job right now? And I don't think players are going to fault him for that, trying to take care of his family. I do remember when Mike Price left. I do remember that feeling, and that was a very uncomfortable feeling because he went into the media in front of the whole team and said, I'm not going anywhere. And then he left. So people felt, you know, differently. I haven't heard Jake Dickert, you know, talk about anything going anywhere or anything like that. But, you know, what would you do if this was your livelihood, right? No, hey, listen, I'm not blaming. And, and, and you know, I'm, I'm just throwing that out there because I think we need to address it. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think we needed. I think we need to address the rumors. Alex is there. He's in the locker room, and I think the good. Ex, it's a good explanation. I mean, listen. I on a much smaller scale. I, I, I know with my own son. Like, like as a college football player, you're not a pro. I think people forget that sometimes. And I, what I mean by that is this. I don't care. The money aside, what, sure, NIL, like Michael Penix is a damn pro. I mean, that's yeah, a, yeah, he's yeah. a pro football player. Um, but, you know, Ron Stone and Brennan Jackson, we could talk about them not living up to their contracts, you know, if you want to and all those things. But they're not pros. They're still in college. There's college stuff going on. There's, yeah. you know, whether it's class, girlfriend, what, what, whatever, parents, stress. There's there's college stuff going on and that goes and that can that's hard to separate even when you get on the field and you're in a huddle and you're rah rah and here you go I mean I know all that stuff and I so I do get that that's why I ask if there's distractions that's why I think it needs to be addressed as far as MK what you said you know what would you do yeah I mean I had Jake on my show two weeks ago and you know he won't go as far as to say I'm not going anywhere next year but he sure insinuates that but we've all been through that before you mentioned Mike Price you know and that. Dobes held it together for a couple of years and did a good job with that. Like did a great job. And if not for, you know, his wife his passing wife, away yeah. and, and his coaching staff, some of them kind of quitting on him during that time. Uh, and in terms of work ethic, I mean, um, it would have been fine and stuff happens again. That's college sports too. Like yeah, in the NFL, sure. if a guy gets fired, it happens in the, the year. Or it happens in the middle of the year. And as a business, it's different. College is different, man. You got recruited <laughs> by a guy. You got recruited by a quarterback coach. You got Alex knows this. I mean, he was going to go, what, to Boise State and ends up going to Wazoo. I mean, coaching yeah. changes, what have you, guys move around. All that stuff happens. I get all that. I just, It just feels to me right now like there's just something not right there. And maybe it's as simple, Alex, as the X's and O's. And I want to start there. How in God's name, 
how in the world can five offensive linemen not not block three block guys three. up front yeah. and with eight guys dropping how can you not run the football that to me yeah. it could fall on the kids or maybe it falls on clay mcguire because that was a problem when he was here before too well and and i i gotta nip this a little bit in the bud because like the rhetoric is wrong on good. what's happening like, i went back and watched both tapes like good good we'll do this that. is yeah. not this is not rush three, drop eight, cover two, you know, soft coverage against Mike Leach, like Washington and Cal used to play. Like, that's not it. So, like, let's squash that right now. What, like, what are you seeing? Actually, what the, are you seeing? The bulk, the bulk of the snaps are four and five-man rushes, and teams are playing man coverage behind it. Now, they're, they're in three down lineman sets, but then they're bringing linebackers, they're it. bringing guys. Yeah. And so, like, it's, it's a little – it's not as easy as you want to make it sound in the sense, like, people are trying to make it sound like, oh, like, we should just be able to line up. We should be able to line up and run the football. I'm not saying that, but it's not as basic as it felt like in those years of Mike Leach, where teams beat you because they just didn't bring anybody because they knew you weren't running the football. And so, like UCLA, UCLA was so good up front, like they could bring three or four and get a ton of pressure. Arizona actually didn't get that much pressure. A lot of the sacks were on kind of like broken plays and stuff like that. Teams are playing more man coverage. You've lost. You know, what your best receiver who can beat man coverage, you've lost a tight end who you trust over the middle of the field. Guys aren't consistently getting open, and Cam's not making the decisions to rip it and let it go. And so the indecisiveness is causing the issues to the run game. The run game is a whole separate issue. There's no doubt that they have to be able to run the football. Whether it's three down linemen, four down linemen, five down linemen, you still have – you still have the numbers. And that to me – and I don't know – Yeah, when I watch the tape, it sounds crazy, but it's like – it's a different guy getting beat every play. And so at that point, right, you just right. don't know how you fix that. Like, there's probably got to be ways, like, I, there's probably got to be ways to scheme it up. But, like, if one day, if one play the left guard gets beat, one play the right tackle gets beat, one play the center gets beat, one play the tight end gets beat, it's like you're kind of throwing your hands up because you just can't find the formula to execute. And so, I, you know, I, again, like, I don't have the answer on, like, how to run the football. There's no doubt they have to. But, like, the rhetoric on why it's happening and what should happen is not quite right. Well, I think that's important for people to know. No, well, Alex, I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, because I think that is. It's it's a very basic thing. Hey, they got three guys, and we hear about, oh, they're dropping 8-3, and why can't you run the ball? And I think that's an important – I'm glad you brought that up. I think that's good. Now, but you also mentioned, too, guys are getting beat. And, MK, if you're a defensive lineman, which you were pretty good back in the day, probably could still play, <laughs> looking at you, uh, you know, uh, I mean, w- what do you see? I mean, the same thing, though, because I, I do see what Alex is talking about, where it's not just one player. So it's like you do got to have to pick your poison. So, Alex, does that mean that we have to change? Like, do we go more like a zone read or because uh, like he was saying, too, is is that the blitzes that are coming. I mean, they're coming downhill. You got a linebacker sometimes to bring an outside linebacker or corner or anything like that. So Cam sees three linemen and he's looking up and he's trying to uh, read, you know, which route he wants to go to. And all of a sudden he doesn't see a backside corner coming in for a blitz and then the offensive linemen obviously aren't adjusting as well so if we can't we can't win either way with 20 yards rushing right we have to figure out a way so if we can't go big on big man on man do we go to like a zone read where we're getting the linemen moving downfield and then our running back gets to try, to try and find a hole i don't know what the answer is but alex would probably know on something like that alex, is that some camp is that some camp i mean that's that's a mid-season yeah. switch but i mean that feels yeah, like, yeah. as he's describing yeah, you like, do. Hey, and it's yeah and it's in it's in there like it's not that it wouldn't be in the playbook i mean i think there's a couple different ways to do it you haven't seen uh you haven't seen a ton of like 
RP pure RPOs to like yeah. a slant route behind the linebackers, right? So anytime there's a run play, it's very downhill. It's very downhill from like the linebackers and stuff. So maybe you run some things where you know you're trying to take advantage of linebackers that are stepping up versus the run, and you hit it behind them. I think I think you can get the receivers involved in the run game with you know fly sweeps and shovel passes. I think you can. I've seen you know think about some of the big plays over the last uh, you know three or four weeks, even the last two that have been that have been tough has been the running back on like a swing pass out of the backfield to, to take advantage of, you know, kind of, again, the interior, I think the interior of Washington State's offensive line. Hey, it's Ian Furness for Aurora LASIK and Dr. J. Rudd. For about 15 years, I have had to use reading glasses for everything, reading text, looking at my phone, script writing, whatever it was. I had to use reading glasses, but no more. I had refractive lens exchange at Aurora LASIK with Dr. J. Rudd. It's life-changing. I wish I would have done this years ago. You can check it out as well. Go to auroralasik.com. That's auroralasik.com. Dr. J. Rudd and his staff are sensational. No more readers. Get your consultation scheduled today. That's auroralasik.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I mean, most of Washington State's offensive line is struggling, but particularly that interior is having a hard time moving guys and climbing to the second level. Well, if they're just not good at it, then let's find something to take advantage of that. It's kind of the it's the Mike Leach idea, but in this system, which is like, well, like I can find ways to like quote unquote run the football. That's not just handing the ball off to the right. running back, right? right and be right. okay. Let's be okay throwing a screen for three yards or throwing or it to the running back for two pass. or running fly sweep for four and just treat it as run plays, right? Like the biggest thing is staying ahead of the chains and being on schedule and not being in second and ten and twelve, but being in third and three, right? And if you're in third and three, you have a chance. And I think they've just spent too many too many times on in third and longs, and you know that's really affected it. Now I, I got to say this because this is the this is the reality. We talk about why and how and all these things. Like, look, this is a football team that like. If you count fourth downs, is minus 10 in turnover percentage over the last two games. Like, you're not going to win football games being minus 10. Like, it just doesn't happen. So, uh, you know, I think I would boil it down among a number of – a handful of things. But, like, if you're not minus 10, if you're even, you're you're probably winning one out of two of those games for sure. At least. Well, here's, a, here's another thing, too, is we always talk about that second level. So there's so much pressure coming from that nose guard or that, that three-technique position yes. that when yes. you get the ball as a running back – you have no choice but to make a sidestep, and that's thousand one, thousand two. Anytime you're in the backfield for an extra second, that has your end. Your ends are going to come screaming over, and that's that tackle for loss that we're seeing. So that interior yep. pressure. When we're on defensive line, we're always saying, if you got a dog like a big Red Bryant, remember for the Seahawks, you get a yep. big dog in the middle that pushes that 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 center back. You're, you're screwed. You're dead to rights in the backfield. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And, and Alex, as you mentioned it too, listen, I'm, I'm the last guy. I hate when offensive linemen, I think they're the easiest target on any football team. They just are. You know, you, you only talk about them when things are going bad. If a guy goes for 130 yards and a couple touchdowns and the quarterback <laughs> never gets touched, you talk about, hey, what a what a great job by running back at one, right? That's what you talk about. You don't talk about the yeah. linemen. If things happen bad, they get beat up. I think Alex's point was, to me, really interesting. This will be the how does how does how does Arbuckle mature? Find something they're good at, like what you just said. What what Mike Leach would do. What are we, what what are our guys up front good at? And and is it 
Is it running something on the edge? Is it, you know, as Alex just described. So, you know what, as we have a young offensive coordinator that three weeks ago we thought was the most brilliant guy in the quarter in the country, and now, you know, he's getting questioned. Let's see what his let's see what his next step is. Yeah, but in this the hard process. part is you can't we can't get a first down. I mean, Arizona had twenty six first downs. Yeah. Right? What do we have? I don't know, like ten maybe? I don't know. <laughs> hey, you like, know what changes everything? Getting a winner with those quackers down there in Alex's neck of the woods. <laughs> all we did is ask them to do one thing and that's come up to Seattle and get a win. That's all we asked oh, them to do. Maybe we'll catch them. Nice. Maybe maybe we'll catch them when they're a little bit downtrodden and a little a little sad about things or now they're going to be pissed off and trying to get back and get a rematch with Washington. So, uh Alex Guys, I have qu- concerns. Yeah. I have yeah. concerns with Oregon. <laughs> I have concerns. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're pretty good. They lost by three on a last-second field goal to Washington in that environment. You got a little bit con- – yeah, I think we're all concerned about that. Well, let's – you know, hey, shock the world. Stanford did it. Uh, you know, if the trees can, I mean, who who knows? We've gone down there before, 2015, right? I think it was, Alex, 2015. They went down there and won it overtime. Yeah, so let's see what happens. All right, enough. Uh, I think we addressed everything. I don't know if Kook fans feel better after you listening to us. Hopefully they do. <laughs> they, they, they never said it would be easy, boys. They never said it would be easy. So uh, we move on. Alex, tell us about American football brand. We're, we're not quite to the holiday season, but, damn, it feels close. I saw Coming Christmas trees at Costco the other day. So. Right. Wow. <laughs> well, Costco's always like six months ahead of everything. But, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, AmericanFootballBrand.com. If you got a, a family member or friend in your life that loves football, it's, uh, it's a brand shorts or shirts and hoodies and hats that uh, celebrates the game of football all that we love about it the passion the uh, passion the pageantry the history so check out americanfootballbrand.com go get it man it's good stuff it's really cool stuff uh mk we got we, people are still buying houses i mean yeah. i know the, i know the refi world might be slow but people are still buying houses I love it. You know, it's crazy is that people are choosing to use Guild Mortgage and uh, they're reaching out to me. So, you know, thank you for all the fans out there that are calling and uh, getting pre-approved with me. So any first time home buyers or if you're just looking to buy a home in general, reach out to Team Bruce at GuildMortgage.net. Uh, yeah, if nothing else, just give them a call and say, I'm thinking about a house. Hey, by the way, what about the Cougs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about a house? Now, tell me about the Cougs. Yeah, that'll be an hour conversation. Away you go. So, gentlemen, have a great week. Alex, have a great call down there. At least you don't have to go too far. Nice little drive for you. Yes, nice sir. Nice and, easy. nice and easy. Have a great week. Uh, big thanks to No Lie Brewing as well, right there in Spokane on the Spokane River. John and Cindy Bryant, great folks out there at No Lie Brewing. We'll take a break. Come back. Facts or fiction? Fact or fiction? Coming up on ninety three point three KJRFM. Now back to the Ian Furness Show, brought to you by Snoqualmie Casino. All right, moments away from fact or fiction. Fact four nine four five one. Fiction four nine four five one. We'll get to that in a second. I think we still have a jersey to give away, right? Yes, we do. Has not been played yet. So keep listening for it. Uh. I'm just looking at a couple of texts. <laughs> I was going to say, we're waiting for I'm something. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> hey, what's up? Do you want to get to text? Just a couple? Yeah, let me get a couple. Was the fan at the Chargers game a robot, or am I just fanning wrong? I honestly think it was. Really? So appara- yes. no, appara- like AI? Or? No, yeah. appara- apparently she is a fan. Her and her husband buy a suite, a cabana suite at SoFi for all the Chargers. That's, that was the story. But someone else just came out with a picture of someone that looks like her wearing Patriots gear, so maybe it was AI. I don't know. <laughs> Here, Well, here's the thing. We went down last year, right? CX played the Chargers last year. Yeah, yes. they, they played yes. the Chargers last year. Down there. It is... The worst 
quote-unquote home field advantage I've ever seen in the NFL. Any stadium I've been to. Not even close. Chargers are such a transient. I mean, it was hard enough in San Diego. But, I mean, last night was a Dallas home game. Yeah, 100%. Wasn't even, wasn't even close. It was a Dallas home game. And that's hard enough when Dallas plays, Pittsburgh, some of those teams that draw really well. But Chargers don't have home games anyway. So to find a Chargers fan was was really probably incredible in, its, in itself. I think that's why so they that's kept showing her. The one that they found. <laughs> even the Rams. When we've been down to the Rams, we've been, whether we've been there like four times, I think now, right? Four or five times? Yeah. And the Rams, it's a split stadium a lot of times, too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, both those teams have a hard time with home. Yeah. Okay, let's get to LA. it. We're set to go. Glad you're with us. It's your shot at our weekly thousand bucks and the ten thousand dollar grand prize. It's fact or fiction. Brought to you by the Emerald Queen Casino, the betting capital of the Northwest. Make the beautiful new EQC Sportsbook your home all football season long. Fact or fiction is on Sports Radio ninety three point three KJR FM. Fact or fiction brought to you by the Emerald Queen Casino, betting capital of the Northwest. Go to EQC, get yourself hooked up, ready to go. We're going to give you a $1,000 weekly prize, $10,000 grand prize. More on that in a second. People are standing by. They want to text fact. They want to text fiction. Jess is making the pick today. What say you? Here we go. I just checked the line. It's remained the same since I made this decision. The Lions plus three against the Ravens. And that is, Where is that game in at? Baltimore. In Baltimore. They're getting, so they're getting three. three. Yeah. Lions a good football team. Uh, they Lions are a really good football team. So Ravens, that- Ravens offense is <laughs> yuck. Exactly, Gross. and that's why I was kind of surprised that even though they're on the road, the Lions getting three, that's kind of neutral, right? I like that. Yeah. I, yeah. I I like the pick, even though Chris Kidd stole my previous favorite pick <laughs> Which earlier was today. It was oh. Cleveland. Cleveland minus, minus two at the Colts. two at the Colts. Uh, I thought that was that oh. was my pick, but I no didn't say it out in, loud. No belief in Gardner? I guess not. There's three interceptions or whatever. Yeah, he, he looked bad. <laughs> it was not. Yeah, I actually wrote down, sorry, Gardner Minshew. I had all my notes for the Gar- reasons. Gardner, Gardner had a... Had a Geno Smith kind of day. Yeah. 300 yards passing and a bunch of turnovers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, again, Lions, Lions plus three. Lions plus three against the Ravens At the in Ravens. Baltimore. I love, yeah. love, so. love this pick. The one thing that worries me is David Montgomery's out. And that's like one of the Lions. Gibbs should biggest. be back. Gibbs should be back. He's questionable right? as of now. But, yeah, hopefully he's back. Gibbs should be back. Let's hope so. Best thing about the Baltimore offense, for those of us that have Justin Tucker, is his the fact yeah. that he has to <laughs> kick a lot of field goals. <laughs> Facts four nine four five one. I like well, the pick. I, 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 like, the pick. I like the pick. The Lions are averaging twenty eight points a game. Yeah. So uh, I just I think that this I think they're going to win. That, not that just Seahawks win the there. That Seahawks yeah. win there is just huge. Yes. Like it's crazy. It huge. keeps looking better. It looks better by the week. By the way, if you're asking yourself, do I believe? Yeah, Jess is four and two this season. He's got a solid record at four and two. Anders, you're three and four. Yeah, bring, I need to bring in the showdown. I need to bring it up a little bit. Yeah. One of us has 10 wins. And seven losses, but 10 wins. <laughs> hey, 10 and 7 to get you in the playoffs in the NFL. I don't think you could say I'm bringing the show down unless I have one of either Bucky or Jackson records. Or Chris. Or Chris, too. That's right. Chris Kidd, 1 and 4. Jackson, 1 and 5. Bucky, 1 and 8. He went 1 and 0 on week 1 and has not won since. God, look at that. Oh, 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 oh. I should point this out. Mr. Vegas himself from a year ago. Jim Moore. <laughs> not the best. Batting. 33% right now. Because all he does is pick against the Huskies every week. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, so he's got uh, <laughs> three and nine on the season. Jess is four and two. Ashley, everyone else has a winning record. Is that me? Thanks. Ten and seven for Ian. Nine and two for Softy. Fane, eight and four. Puckett, seven and five for 
Puck the picker. You know what that makes us as a station? With all that put together? Above 500? You're exactly 500. 58 oh, wow. 58. I like it. Okay. So, there you go. Jessman's pick is in. Detroit plus three at Baltimore. Fact 49451. If you disagree, fiction 49451. Get that pick in. $1,000 weekly prize, $10,000 grand prize. Can't win if you don't play. It's that simple. It's that easy. We had a $1,000 winner yesterday. Our guy, uh, Anders, sent it out. What was the guy's name again? Right? Oh, here we go. I'll tell you right now who it is. There we go. Yeah, Peter Rutherford in Linwood. Yeah. Pete. If you know Pete, he's got 1000 bucks burning a hole in his pocket. Have him take you out for a beer. Ooh, my, my neck of the woods. Pete. And his Where winning pick go? was what, Anders? Yeah, it was fiction for your pick. <laughs> <laughs> on Friday, Alabama minus yeah. 19.5 against Arkansas. Oh, that was a rough one. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was not great. Uh, but... I kind of was, I, I was, I don't know what I was doing there. I didn't really, I had no belief in That's it. That's the thing. No matter what pick you do, even if the host is right or wrong, you can still win a thousand bucks. Yeah. I'm glad that we got a show win. Yeah. I think a bunch of them come from the Puckett show earlier. Yeah. A lot of fictions for Jim. Was that our first one? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was our oh, first nice. one. Nice. Okay. All right. We're on the All board. Right, there you go. Fact <laughs> or fiction brought to you by the Animal Queen Casino, the betting capital of the Northwest. Text fact or fiction to Jess's pick. Detroit plus three at Baltimore. Do it. You got about eight or nine more minutes to do so. Get that pick in. No reason not to send a text of fact or fiction in. If you want to, you know, just be a contrarian and say, yeah, I was right. They were wrong. Text fiction just yeah. for fun. Softy and Fane will do it again today at 335. We do it every day, 735 with the morning show, 1135 with whoever's hosting with Puckett, usually just Puckett because Jim's taking vacation in the middle of football season, which is just a cardinal mortal sin. Did you not treat, train him better? Dude, that is an old dog. <laughs> uh, there I do, are no new tricks we do in it here at two, We do it here at 235 and Softy and Fane at 335. Fact or fiction, big thanks to the Emerald Queen. So you know your chance to win $1,000. Text right now. Softy joins us. All righty, we're back. Softy is here. Uh, we've done our last, uh, our last guy, right? Last... Person, a guy, woman, man, child, whatever, for the man, qualifier. child, woman, for the uh, qualifier for the four tickets Married, to tonight. Doesn't matter. We don't discriminate here. <laughs> every, every one, every single one of our qualifiers today in the hat has a chance to win right. a four pack of tickets at some time, probably right around two fifty eight p.m. Softy will be handed a name. Oh boy! And he'll announce who's got four tickets to tonight's Kraken game against yeah. the Colorado yeah. Avalanche. The hated. Despise Colorado Avalanche. I'm very town. nervous about this. By the way, we are big, 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 uh, especially our show. Your the, show. In the man-child demographic. Huge. Wow, that's shocking. Gigantic. Yeah. What would you define as a man-child? Me. <laughs> Me. A man. A <laughs> child in a man's a child, body. Uh, you know what? My wife said something to me this morning. I can't even tell you what she said to well, me. Well, no, you can't I'll do tell that. You off the air. Okay. I'll tell you off the All air. All right. All right? But, yeah. <laughs> I, I And you know what? Look, I got no kids. Yeah. I work in the, as Kevin Calabro calls it, the toys and games department of life. You do. All right? In sports talk radio. Yes. I got no responsibility except for three dogs. And a, and a horse. And a ho- Well, that's my wife's deal. And there's two of them, by the way. So that's that's her deal. Mm. All right? Good so, times. Good yeah, times for you. I'm, I'm a man baby. You I'll, are a I'll man admit baby. It. It's fine. Yeah, I got no problem baby. with that whatsoever. Well, you own it. Yeah. Well, guess you what? Go. You're a woman baby. 
How's that sound? No, I'm a grown Sucker. ass woman. <laughs> <laughs> a grown ass woman. I'm a grown you ass should, man. I'm a grown make ass that woman. Your new Twitter handle. Yeah, grown, grown, grown ass, ass woman. woman. I like that. It's <laughs> X or it's X. What's that? It's oh, X. X. No, I call it Twitter. Okay. I call it Twitter. All right. Well, Let me ask you a question. That's because you're a man child. When, when I say Twitter, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> or you're confused? Why? Mm. I'm not sure what he means. I Does think he mean X? Uh, no, I think it's X now. You know what I'm talking about. No, Elon yeah, says it's Twitter. Come on. Yeah, I know. It's Twitter. I, when people say X, I do get confused. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? What do you or, mean X? X it, what? That's a, still its Sienna domain. X? You that, go to Twitter.com. That sounds like a site that we should not be visiting. Does our... <laughs> by the way. Does our... Wet, hey, you want X? Does our traffic... Oh. Is our traffic woman... Is she... Traffic woman. Did she used to be Sierra Twitter? Or Sienna X. Sienna yeah. Twitter? Or Sienna Twitter. And she changed it to Sienna is X. Is that her real name, by the way? Is yeah, that, that's is, her real name. Her real last name is X? Yeah, that's what I heard. What, like, this, nobody knows like what her last name is, so they just called her X. What's well, the deal? Well, what's your real name? Softy. <laughs> I just want to know her story, man. I want to go up to her in the hall and go, what's your deal? What's with the X, dude? Look, oh. you want to know. I know you want to know. And I know you want to know. I'll be the sucker that asks her, okay? <laughs> Everybody in the office is wondering what the hell's going on with that. And nobody has the balls besides me to ask her. So I will ask her. I w- Please do. All right? I will ask her. Please yeah. do. What's yeah. with the name? What happened? To, what happened to back in the day when they were just named? Oh, I don't know. God, Tracy Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nina. Yeah, Nina. Nina's working down the hall. Who? Nina. Is she really? She works for uh, what's his name? Ju- the tattooed guy. I, I know. <laughs> Jubal. Yeah, she's with him. I was like, he knows this. First of all, thank you. <laughs> you know that. Oh, uh, yeah. the, tat- the way, what, the what's, tattooed What's that guys? guy's real name? Uh, huh? What's Jubal's real name? It ain't Jubal. I can tell you that right now. Uh, Sienna X, Jubal Softy. Jubal Fresh. What's with these stupid names yeah, we have it's around Jubal here? Jubal Fresh. There you okay? go. It's, it's not his real name. It's, are you sure? It's, yeah, it's something else, like Henry Stankowitz or whatever. <laughs> Change your name. You have a name like that. <laughs> oh, I want to know what the hell is going on uh, with Sienna X. Oh I will goodness. find out. All well, right? what's, I will find out for you. Is Bender Bender's real name? Not even close. Okay. Mike Benton? Not even close. I know. <laughs> no. I know. Mike, well, because Ben's on the run. I, I tell you he's what. Got, he's got a dark past that nobody knows say, about. There's a chance that Mike Benton could be living a double life. Don't you honestly. think? 100%. Yeah. Okay? Like, he's got some past. He's got a second family nobody knows about. <laughs> He did time. He escaped Shawshank Prison. See, that's always a question people say. Like, behind the scenes. A river of crap to what get are, to iHeart. <laughs> it's like, what are people really like behind the scenes? And, yes. you know, you're the yes. first one I was asked, and then Puckett, and then yeah. after that. But it's like, if, yeah. if somebody here has a secret, dark side, second, you know, it's second family, second personality. 100% Benton. It's 100%, 100% Benton. Benton. Yeah. 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 I think Benton is probably like a uh, uh, international airline pilot and has a family in like France or something. Don't you think you know? one, don't you think one day when he's in here, he's got his little computer out, he's nerding out on like sound bites from the morning skate about, right. you know, the, right. the, the box in one penalty kill or something. And, ah, I don't know what the heck's yeah. thinking. That all of a sudden a bunch of guys are going to come in in black suits and just yes. take them. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> just take He's them away. New Frank Abagnale. Something's not wrong yeah. with that guy. Yeah, Frank Abagnale. There you go. Yeah, what's, what's, what's his name? Can. Frank Abagnale. Yeah, he'll go. That's yeah. the guy in the movie. Right, right, right. right, right, right Walk in, right. Frank. And he'd be like, and he'll turn around like, I thought your yeah. name was Mike. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, you know, that was my nickname uh, in high school. Uh, uh, gentlemen, <laughs> gentlemen, I've got a pregame show. I can't go tonight. You can. I'll turn myself in tomorrow. So who would be who would be the person on this radio station who is on air persona? And trust me, there are no on-air personas. Oh, you are who you are. What you hear on the air is what you get. Mm -hmm. All right? I'm as big a spaz on the air as I am off the air. Dick is as big a 
goofball off the air as he is on the air. Is that your way of saying nerd? Jackson's as big a dork off the air as he is on oh, God. the air. Maybe more so. Okay. Yeah. Jim more Moore so. is just as grumpy off the air as he yeah. is on the air. Yes. You're a big of a, as big of a pain in the ass off the air than you are on the air. Correct. Okay. Maybe more so. You're you're, you're, you're <laughs> yeah, just as unprofessional air, yeah. on the air as you are off the air. I am. Okay? I try to be. Everyone's the same. Mm-hmm. But if there's one person who is not the same as they are on the air, who is that person on this radio station? I think it's Chuck Powell. Oh, I, okay. There's not even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Chuck Powell. If they're okay on the living a double life scale possibility. Yeah. Benton one. Yeah. Powell two. Everybody else distant third. Distant third. See, if I was to ask you this, who's most likely to be in the CIA? It's Chuck. Uh oh, I don't know if he's. I think it's CIA. No, guy. I think I think it's the opposite. Oh, you think, think he's, he's like a Russian spy? Russian spy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why he had the hair grown out I long think it's for the a while. Exact opposite, man. Yeah. Anyway, this is fun. Yeah, nothing going on to talk about. So let's do this. All right. Uh, <laughs> are you gonna do a show today? Uh, no, I'm out of here. Okay, see, see ya, man. Husky <laughs> Hawks. Mild mannered and marginally objectionable, Ian Furness. This is Paddle Day saying so long, everyone. Hey, it's Ian Furness for Aurora LASIK and Dr. J. Rudd. For about 15 years, I have had to use reading glasses for everything. Reading text, looking at my phone, script writing, whatever it was, I had to use reading glasses, but no more. I had refractive lens exchange at Aurora LASIK with Dr. J. Rudd. It's life-changing. I wish I would have done this years ago. You can check it out as well. Go to auroralasik.com. That's auroralasik.com. Dr. J. Rudd and his staff are sensational. No more readers. Get your consultation scheduled today. That's auroralasik.com.